This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Junkies and flunkies, welcome to this week's episode of the NWA Day After Saturday Special. It is the Saturday Special. I am the Potfather, Scott Criscolo. How is everyone on this first weekend in October? Uh, as I mentioned last week, uh, I am solo this week, as I mentioned. Uh, my compadre, the doctor, Dr. G. Giorgio Bellino, is in the motherland, the home country of Italy, Italia. And he will be, uh, he'll be gone for the next uh, two episodes. So he's not with me tonight. He will not be with us next Saturday. But hopefully, I will have a guest with me uh, next Saturday. But the doctor will be returning on the October 15th episode. Uh, but I do not want to skip these two weeks because we've got a lot to talk about. Because there is a lot going on in the uh, National Wrestling Alliance as we are on the road to Hard Times 3. In New Orleans on Saturday night, November 12th, uh, from the, what is it, the the Sigur Center, the Sigur Center in uh, Chalmette, I think it is, Louisiana, just outside of New Orleans, but they're calling it New Orleans because it's what you should do. Um, so it's been actually a very busy last three shows on uh, NWA television. The last two weeks of NWA USA, last Saturday, the 24th of September... And if you're listening to this on Sunday morning, yesterday's episode of NWA USA was also very important, and we'll explain why uh, as we move along today. And of course, we will recap this past Tuesday's episode of NWA Power Surge, which I expected because that's usually what they do after like four episodes of Power, um, hosted by uh, a tag team. Of course, um, not uncommon for the NWA. Sometimes they would have the fixer. They had the fixers when they were kind of tweener heels hosting the uh, NWA USA episodes. Uh, But another tag team uh, hosted Power Surge this past uh, Tuesday. And uh, we'll get into who that is uh, in a moment. But a lot of stuff has gone down in the NWA in the last uh, eight days um, in terms of from last Saturday to yesterday. And we're going to get into that right now. So let's begin with last Saturday's episode, the September 24th episode of NWA USA from the studios in Nashville, Joe Galley, Velvet Sky, and Tim Storm. Uh, The first match was a title match. The NWA United States Tag Team titles were on the line. Your champions, the Fixers, Wrecking Ball Ligurski and Jay Bradley, defending against Gold Rush, the team of uh, Jordan Clearwater and Marche Rocket. Managed by Black G's. Fun little match. Uh, you know, good, good, two solid teams, solid in ring work. Uh, the Fixers win with their assisted power bomb. 
uh, fun little match, and uh, the Fixers retain the uh, U.S. Tag Team titles. Now for the big, uh, the big news moment of last Saturday. So as everyone knows, just to recap, the main event of Hod Tams 3 was Trevor Murdoch defending Sweet Charlotte, the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship, against Matt Cardona, who was cashing in his title shot that he got in exchange for forfeiting the world title back at Always Ready in June when he was hurt. That match has changed. Um, Joe Galley is doing an interview with Tyrus, our world's television champion. He said, quote, there's no, there's no next for him. He made the biggest mistake of his career at NWA 74 by hesitating and thinking about doing the right thing. We're not talking about two-strap Tyrus. Tyrus says that he hasn't spoke to his family recently. If it takes giving away the NWA World TV title in order to get what he truly wants, then that's what he's going to do. So what he did was he cashed in the Lucky 7. For those that don't remember, when you are the world's television champion, you get the uh, a world heavyweight title match if you uh, win seven straight title matches. The lucky seven. You remember that started back when Ricky Starks won the tournament back in 2019, early 2020, to become the uh, inaugural, re-inaugural world's television champion when that belt came back. I think he got up to like five title wins. And then he lost to Zicky Dice. Then the pandemic happened. So Zicky really didn't get a chance. Besides, he sucks anyway. And he ended up losing the, the TV title to the Pope. The Pope got, I think, like three in. And then he lost to Tyrus last year. Tyrus got to seven wins. And so he is cashing in his TV title for a world title shot. And everyone says, well, he already did that. No, he didn't. The title shot that he got at NWA 74 was given to him by Billy Corgan as punishment to Nick Aldis. Originally, it was Nick Aldis and Matt Card- at, um, and uh, Trevor at NWA 74. Obviously, Billy and Nick have some work-shoot thing going on that uh, Dr. G and I have been documenting over the past weeks. So he gave that title shot to Tyrus. So that title shot Tyrus got at NWA 74 was not the Lucky 7 cash-in. That was just a gift. And of course, Trevor retained the title and was not a very good match. So... Two things now have changed. Number one, the main event of Hard Times 3 is now a triple threat match for the World's Heavyweight Championship between Trevor Murdoch, Matt Cardona, and now Tyrus. No, I don't think Tyrus is going to win. I still think Matt Cardona is going to win. But now, for you Tyrus haters, well, now we are going to need a new World Television Champion. The World TV title is now vacant. How are they going to solve that? Well, I'll get to that a little bit later in the show. So in any event, that was the big news story from last week's episode of NWA USA is that Tyrus forfeited, vacated the World Television Championship to cash in his lucky seven shot, and he has now been added to the match, uh, the world title match at Hard Times 3. Uh, it is now him, Matt Cardona, and the world's champion, uh, Trevor Murdoch, in a triple threat match. We get a vignette for Austin Idol's, um, uh, Austin Idol's, uh, 
school, wrestling school. Fandubelts.com slash NWA. Get your replica belt. You can get either the old one with the Australia uh, plate or the new one with the United Kingdom plate. Anthony Mayweather had a backstage confrontation with Chris Silvio, who, of course, is uh, Jack Stane's little pygmy. The Jack Stane-Anthony Mayweather feud still goes on. The second match, a semifinal match in the NWA National Title Tournament between Judas and Thrill Billy Silas. Now, don't forget that two of the three spots in the number one contenders match, uh, triple threat match, um, is already set for NWA, uh, for uh, the world, the national uh, heavyweight championship, the world, the national title. Sorry, I couldn't get that out right. Judas actually lost this match. I was stunned. They're pushing through Billy Silas, who of course, which was of course my name on the uh, in the Midwest beer pong circuit. Um, so now the match is um, Chris Adonis, Dax Draper, and through Billy Silas, a triple threat, number one contenders match. to determine who will face Scion for the National Heavyweight title at Hard Times 3. Uh, We'll see when that match is coming up. It's coming up uh, at some point. Um, So Dak Draper, Chris Adonis, and Thrill Billy Silas are moving on to the Triple threat, number one contenders match. We're not sure when that'll be. Probably at some point on power. And the winner of that match will face Scion for the national heavyweight title at the pay-per-view on November 12th. So that's all set there. The third match was a scramble match to determine who will face Homicide for the World Junior Heavyweight Championship at Hard Times 3. The participants, Mike Bennett, Colby Carino, Kerry Morton, Joe Alonzo, Peter Avalon, and PJ Hawks. I was praying for Peter Avalon's back, the librarian. Remember him from, uh, he was an old NWA heel, and of course he spent some time in uh, AEW. I was praying for Mike Bennett to win this match. Regardless whether he would have beaten Homicide at the pay-per-view, I think Homicide and Mike Bennett would have been an absolute banger. Well, guess who won? You guessed it. Kerry Morton. Yep. More nepotism in the NWA. Ricky Morton's talentless son gets another shot at the World Junior Heavyweight Championship. So it will be Homicide and Kerry Morton for the second straight pay-per-view for the Junior Heavyweight title. Homicide beat Kerry Morton at NWA 74, and now the kid gets another shot. So I don't know why. I just don't think he's that talented, but that's just my opinion. So there was last week's episode of NWA USA from September 24th. Thanks, as always, to my good friend Josh Lopez for helping me with my notes. You can follow him on Twitter at The Hoots Podcast. So pretty good podcast, by the way. I would check it out. Let's move on now to this past Tuesday's episode of NWA Power Surge, except it was called Pretty Empowered Surge. 
So this episode of, of Power Surge was hosted by our women's tag team champions, Pretty Empowered. Of course, the team of Kenzie Page and Ella Envy. Um, and of course, they did kind of like the Fixers did when they were like tweener heels and they used to host uh, NWA USA and just make, you know, make fun of people and stuff. Same thing. They interviewed people in between matches. The matches were all taped. They were all like with no co- with no crowd, which I thought was weird. Um, the first match, I mean, I'm going to go through these matches fairly quickly because they're, you know, they're, eh. uh, the first match was Marty Bell, one half of the Hex. Uh, she, she defeated, um, she defeated uh, Maddie Rankowski. So, uh, you know, Marty Bell won with a decent match with the Protect Your Neck. That's her finisher. Austin Idol, another vignette for her, for his school. Pretty Empowered did uh, backstage interviews with Kerry Morton. God. Roxy and uh, and Kylan King. It was kind of cool. Fandubelts.com slash NWA. Don't forget. The second match was a uh, a strange bedfellows match, which actually was pretty good. It was the Dirty Sexy Boys and the Miserably Faithful, which is, of course, the team of um, of uh, Gags the Gimp and Sal the Pal, against the Ill-Begotten and the Spectaculars in a strange bedfellows match. It was an eight-man tag. It had, you know, a ton of comedy spots, and uh, Dirty and Miserably won uh, as Dango hit the Falcon Arrow for the win. So it was a fun little eight-man tag with some comedy spots. Nothing crazy. The third match pitted Rhett Titus against one half of our world tag team champions, Bestia666, who was with his dad, uh, Damian666. And this was a fun back and forth, and actually in, I don't know I call it an upset, but a, a result I didn't expect... Uh, Damien inadvertently blinded his kid with the red mist. Titus rolled him up and got the win. So Rhett Titus with kind of an upset victory over uh, uh, over uh, Damien, uh, over Bestia C.A.C.A.C.A. So interesting. Uh, the fourth match was uh, Scion, our national heavyweight champion, taking on the now, the team of Collins and Dalishus, in a uh, handicap match. Uh, this was kind of a back and forth, you know, and then when the, uh, the, 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 the now got an advantage at the end of the match, Scion went to the outside, Austin L told him to hell with this shit and he walked away and the now won by count out. So, um, yeah, it, it was typical heel work there. So I guess Scion's starting to, starting to spin a little heel, which might be good for him because nobody really likes him. So it's kind of like honky tonk man heat in 1986 going into 1987 that led him to, uh, turning heel. And then the fifth match, I'm not going to really get into completely because we've talked about it already. They replayed the women's world title match uh, from NWA 74 between Camille and uh, Max the Impaler. So they just replayed that match. We all know, of course, Camille won in a, in a really great match. So I'm not going to replay that. If you want to hear our analysis of that match, go back into our archives on the PTB Wrestling Network and check out the uh, NWA 74 uh, reaction special that myself and, uh, and the doctor did. And uh, you could hear us. Uh, we talked about the match in detail uh, during that show. I'm not going to recap it now, but uh, it was it was the rematch. That's what they did. So that was this past week's episode of Power Surge. Um, nothing too crazy, you know, just matches and and pretty empowered, being you know goofy little smart asses. But otherwise, nothing too nothing too earth shattering. Okay, so now let's talk about this past. Uh, Saturday, yesterday's episode of NWA USA from Skyway Studios. Once again, thank you, Josh Lopez. Follow him on Twitter at the Hoots Podcast. 
So um, what I didn't say earlier when I talked about uh, Tyrus uh, forfeiting the World Television Championship to cash in his lucky seven shot at hard times three uh, to get himself into the triple threat with Trevor Murdoch and Matt Cardona, well, now we need a new World Television Champion. So in typical Billy Corgan fashion, we have a bunch of multi-matches, multi-wrestler matches. So, <laughs> so yesterday on NWA USA, there were two five-person matches, five-person matches. The winners of those five-person matches would go on to the Hard Times 3 pay-per-view on November 12th for the vacant world television title. So he was like, he was skipping the, uh, the tournament and just had 10 people and five and five and that's it. So that's what they did yesterday on the episode of NWA USA. So your teams, um, you know, your broadcast team, the usual Joe Galley, Velvet Sky, and Tim Storm. Match number one on the show was the first five-way qualifying match. So it was Ricky Morton, not Carrie, Ricky Morton, Jax Dane, Anthony Mayweather, Marche Rocket, and AJ Kazana. So the, so those five in one five-way match, the winner gets the first slot in the, uh, in the title match at hard times three for the vacant TV title. Um, decent little back and forth. Uh, and kind of a shock. Big upset here. The good news is Ricky Morton didn't win. Um, here's your, uh, here's your, your climax. Um, Rocket whips Kazana across the ring. Rocket applies a rear chin lock. Kazana gets back to a vertical base. So this was, this was an elimination match, actually. This was an elimination match. So the last two guys left were Marche Rocket and AJ Kazana. So I'm thinking, oh yeah, Marche Rocket's definitely winning. Ah! Kazana sidesteps Rocket into the turnbuckles. Then Kazana with a short arm clothesline. Hits an elbow drop for two. Then super. Then Rocket comes back with a super kick. Marche power slams Kazana for two. Marche goes for the swanton bomb, but Kazana ducks out of the way. And then Kazana puts on the Kimura lock. And Marche taps out. So how about this? AJ Kazana picks up the win. He's going to hard times three on Saturday, November 12th in one half of the match to determine the new world television champion. All right. I, I could pick up what they're putting down. Somebody different. He's kind of earned it. He's been on TV a lot. I'm okay with this. I'm very okay with this. So congrats to AJ Kazana. Who's he going to face? We'll find out in a moment. Um, We had a podium interview. The Fixers and Matt Vine confronted Magic Jake Dumas and Mercurio at the podium. A little back and forth there. Hmm. Another vignette for Austin Idol School. Uh, Here's a guy that we haven't seen in a while. Odinson who, of course, is suddenly now in a feud with uh, Nick Aldis and uh, Flip Gordon. Odinson tells Mae Valentine that he has unfinished business with Flip Gordon. Said nothing about Nick Aldis, just Flip Gordon. Interesting. Rolando Freeman still wants to fight Trevor Murdoch. <laughs> Rolando Freeman, what a, what, a, what a little putz. La Rebellion proclaims to be the most dominant tag team in the NWA, and there's nobody that could take the titles off of them. Well, that's why they're a great team. Uh, the only team that's been able to beat them, of course, is the Commonwealth Connection, but they're on hiatus at the moment because of uh, Harry Smith's illness. Um, that's why they had to be stripped of the titles at NWA 74. Rumor was he had COVID. I don't think that was, I don't know what the deal was, but um, they, they're probably due a title shot. So we'll see what happens. But uh, good promo there. 
And, you know, we love La La Rebellion. We love them. So um, are they the best tag team in the NWA? Yeah, because they're the first two-time champions in a while. So fandubelts.com slash NWA. Keep saying it. The second match uh, pitted Bully Ray against Jamie Stanley. Uh, I, I got to be honest. I wasn't expecting Bully Ray to be hanging around this long. Is he one of my favorite guys? Eh, not really. But, you know, he's a name, and he adds a little sachet to the uh, to the company. Bully Ray wins the match, of course, by pinfall. He hits the bully bomb and picks up the win because Jamie Stanley's a good heel that, that deserves to get the crap beat out of him. So that, that's a good thing. And then our third match is the other qualifying match. So who will face AJ Kazana at Hard Times 3 for the vacant World TV title? Well, your participants, the Pope, Caprice Coleman, Max the Impaler, interesting, Jordan Clearwater, and Rush Freeman. So that's the second five-way. The winner of this match will take on AJ Kazana on November 12th for the vacant World TV title. Um, again, we had, uh, um, it was an elimination match going through the, uh, going through the, uh, uh, the match, uh, Max the Impaler was the first eliminated by Jordan Clearwater with the Midas touch, uh, continuing to go through the notes here, uh, Freeman, the top rope, drills the brain buster, Rush Freeman, Rush Freeman is eliminated with a brain buster by the Pope. Uh, back and forth, uh, Pope and Coleman gang up on Clearwater. Coleman punches Clearwater in the back. Coleman with a spinning back kick. Um, Coleman follows that with a spinning wheel for two. Uh, Coleman slams Clearwater's head on all four corner pads. Clearwater clings onto the top rope, then hits a straight right hand. Clearwater with the exploder suplex, and then the Midas touch. I knew he was going to win. Jordan Clearwater gets the other spot. I knew he was going to win. You could tell by his attitude. You could tell that he was dom- He was taking up some of the promos with Black G's and the church's money. So the match at Hard Times 3 for the vacant world television title is AJ Kazana and Jordan Clearwater. I love that match. That's exactly what I want to see. Two young guys that need to be elevated. I think, I think... Jordan Clearwater should win. That's just my opinion. But we'll see what happens. So as of right now, here is the uh, card for Hard Times 3. As mentioned, AJ Kazana and Jordan Clearwater for the vacant world television title. Homicide and Kerry Morton for the second straight pay-per-view. Why? For the World Junior Heavyweight Championship. The Fixers will defend the United States Tag Team titles against... The Spectaculars, Rush Freeman and Brady Pierce. That might be a fun match. Scion will defend the national title against either Dak Draper, Chris Adonis, or Throw Billy Silas, depending depending on who wins that triple threat match. And that match will be somewhere down the line. It might be this Tuesday on Power. I don't think we, they've announced that yet. Let me let me see if they've put it on. Uh, I'm going to go up to Fight TV and see if they've uh, you know posted that yet. Probably not, but we'll see. Um, for the second straight pay-per-view... Camille, hardest working person in that company, will defend the World Women's title against Ty Valkyrie. Of course, she beat Ty Valkyrie on night one of NWA 74, and then the next night she beat Max the Impaler. And then, as I mentioned, a three-way triple threat for the World's Heavyweight Championship, Trevor Murdoch, Matt Cardona, and Tyrus. So there is your card as of now for Hard Times 3 
on Saturday, November 12th from the Frederick Sigur Civic Center in Chalmette, Louisiana. And of course, stay here at the PTB Wrestling Network for all of your coverage that weekend, as we always do. Dr. G and I will give you a preview special of on that weekend's episode of the Saturday Special. Then join us that night on our Place to Be Nation Twitch feed for live alternate commentary with hopefully all of us, maybe some of us, who knows. And then that Monday morning, uh, we will have the... Because uh, we like giving... everyone. Some people have asked me on Twitter, why, why do you wait a day? Well, I want to give people a chance to watch the show. I don't want to spoil anything. I mean, if you're watching it live on the Twitch feed, then you're watching it. If you don't watch it live because you're not, you haven't watched the pay-per-view yet, we want to give you at least a day to watch it. Then listen to our reaction special, which will drop that Monday morning, November, uh, what would it be? Uh, November 14th. We will drop this reaction special, uh, Dr. G and I, and maybe Sean Kidd or Callum McDougal or somebody else. Who knows? So that's why we wait a day. We want to give people a chance to watch the show. Um, but people are like, well, if they have the Twitch, then they... Well, if you watched it, then... You could listen to the reaction show, but not everyone can watch the show live. So I like giving we like giving people at least a day to uh, unless it's the two parters, then we have no choice. But anyway, so six matches in the books, all of them for championships. So looking now, the only titles that are not on the line uh, is the women's tag title. I think that's the only match. I think it's the only championships that are not on here. Yeah, the world title, the national title, the TV title, the junior title. All right, so the only two mat, the only two titles not represented yet. La Rebellion does not have a world tag team title match, and uh, Pretty Empowered, Kenzie Page and Ella Envy do not have a women's tag team title match. So the two tags do not have matches yet. Well, two of the three tags, the U.S. tag titles are on the line. So unlike in the past with uh, Billy and the NWA, where they wait till like the two weeks before to actually start putting matches. They almost have a full card. And we're still, what, today is the second. We still have, you know, seven weeks before the pay-per-view. And Billy's already got two-thirds of the card done. Good for him. And I hope they add another match or two. Not every match has to be a title match. Throw some other feuds on there. Maybe Nick Aldis and Odinson wrestle. Maybe Flip Gordon and Odinson wrestle. We'll see. But in terms of belts, the only two titles that have not been uh, represented yet on the show is uh, La Rebellion for the World Tag Titles and Pretty Empower the Women's Tag Team Titles. Those have not been represented yet. So so there you go. There's your week of programming. Last week and yesterday's NWA USA with pretty with, uh, with a power surge in the middle. That'll do it. Wow, I talked for 26 minutes. Something like that. More than I thought. But thanks for listening. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Scott C. Podfather. Please follow the brand on Twitter, um, at PTBN Wrestling. We do always drop the podcast. We always post the pods on there. Uh, we do, sometimes we do polls. We do all sorts of fun stuff. Um, so please follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Check out our Facebook pages, the Place to Be page, Place to Be Nation, History of Wrestling. Uh, get your, uh, get your, and your uh, WWE ballot ready. Uh, it's due on New Year's Eve. Of course, I'm talking about your uh, the five year revisited greatest WWE superstar of all time. Maybe you want to tool your ballot, or maybe you didn't do a ballot the first time. Uh, I got I got some definitely even in my top ten. I have some some changes to my ballot. Will the Macho Man Randy Savage be the number one guy again? Will Steve Austin will Steve Austin leap from number two to pass him? I don't know. Will somebody else be in that spot? 
Shawn Michaels, Bruno San Martino, John Cena, The Rock. Who knows? That's up to you. Get your ballots in. It's October 2nd, so you've got three months in between work, in between holidays, Halloween, Thanksgiving. Get it done and hand it in by New Year's Eve. There you go. Have a great week. Stay safe. Prayers go out to everyone uh, down in Florida that was affected by Hurricane Ian. Our prayers are with you. Um, you know, reach out to wherever you see where uh, donations or, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, money or, or supplies. Look out look out there and see if uh, you can help because they really need it. If you look at pictures, folks, the Fort Myers area, I mean, it's it's ugly. And when Dr. G comes back, because Dr. G was living in Florida in 1992 during Hurricane Andrew, uh, he'll tell you firsthand, uh, it's not fun. He was he was luckily spared, but he said houses around his street were not. So so uh, prayers of help, but uh, if you can help in any way, look at, look you know Red Cross or um, see where you can you can you know do the most to help those in need after what happened down there. So we're we're we're, uh, we're thinking of you. I'm Scott. There is no doctor. Have a good week. <laughs>